Would you build a house without a foundation? Would you have a child and not name it? Would you let a stranger squat on your property? No, of course not. So why should the internet be any different? Every week, speak with top domain experts. Learn how to make money with domains. Know your legal rights. Each week, join our expert host to be master of your domain. Right here on Domain Masters. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to Domain Masters. This is the show where you learn to be the master of your domain. We'll discuss domains from many different perspectives, including legal rights of owners and trademark holders, domain value and monetization strategies, and how to utilize domains to drive traffic to your business or gain favorable position in the search engines. We'll also talk about power tools of the trade and power players in the industry. Domain Masters brings it to you week after week right here on webmasterradio.fm. My name is Victor Pitts, and I'm your host. Throughout this month, our Domain Master theme is the importance of domains in your SEO strategy. Each show will include a different SEO firm or consultant, which will share the insight of how Google and Yahoo use domains in search results. We'll ask our expert panelists about the importance of domain names in the search engine optimization. We'll ask about the effect of hyphens, advantages of competing TLDs, ask the questions about the significance of the creation date and the expiration date of the domain, and ask whether domains with the existing Google page rank or backlink give you, a, give you a competitive advantage in garnering search traffic. Tonight, we're going to be joined by John Andrews, who is a competitive webmaster and SEO consultant from Seattle, who will take on these questions and more on Domain Masters. So kick back and stay tuned as we break for some station commercials. We'll be right back with our program. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. We know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today. Looking for a new way to build backlinks and traffic back to your website? Then look no further than the quickest and easiest way to blast your article to over 30,000 subscribers at the click of a mouse. Introducing ArticleSender.com, the world's premier article distribution service. With ArticleSender.com, you can submit your prize-winning piece to thousands of promising publishers and article directories craving for fresh content. ArticleSender.com also provides premium services so that your article is SEO, SEO ready. Plus, we provide express editorial review for rush delivery of your submissions within 24 to 48 hours. Article distribution at its easiest. One form, one click, thousands of results. Get your free account today at ArticleSender.com. That's ArticleSender.com. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making you more money today than it did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great 
rate products to meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. Revenue Wire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Fired up with Gordon Rudo. Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Domain Masters. You're still master of your domain. Yes! Master of my domain. Here's your host. Welcome back to Domain Masters, where you learn to be the master of your domain. I'm your host, Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. Let me tell you a little bit about our guest tonight. John Andrews is a competitive webmaster and SEO consultant from Seattle. He started his first online marketing way back in 1989, promoting his dial-in bulletin board service on Internet news groups and list servers. When the World Wide Web took off, he was working for government and nonprofit agencies and recognized the web as a vehicle for reaching health information customers. John focused his professional efforts on the technologies of web publishing and search marketing, eventually specializing in strategic use of SEO tactics for online marketing. He registered his first .com in 1997, and launched his first public website that same year, but admits he didn't recognize the real value of domain names until 2003. He became a full-time entrepreneur and independent SEO consultant in 2003 and continues to serve clients through his Seattle SEO firm, UpperLeftPlacement.com. As an invited speaker at Domain Roundtable and Traffic, as well as several search engine conferences, John combines domainer and SEO perspectives when discussing online marketing strategy and, and domain development. He writes a regular SEO column for Modern Domainer magazine, and his SEO blog is often cited by the top names in both SEO and domaining. His blog can be viewed at www.johnown.com, and that's spelled J-O-H-N-O-N.com. Welcome to Domain Masters, John. Thank you, Victor. Glad to be here. Well, John, we're going to jump right into the interview, and uh, as, as you know, our, our theme uh, for this month is uh, domains and, and your SEO strategy. And uh, the listening audience is everything from webmasters to SEO people to entrepreneurs to, uh, you know, anyone that has a, a strategic, uh, places a strategic value in the domain name. And uh, what we want to discuss is, is where, where the domain name um, places in, in terms of uh, importance in, in an SEO strategy. And one of the most common questions is uh, from the from the domainer community is how important is a domain name in the Google or Yahoo search? Yeah, it's a, it's a very good question. And lately, it's very important. It, it has been for uh, about a year and a half now, maybe even up to two years. It, it, the uh, keywords in the domain have had a quite a boost. Um, there, there's some rumors that it's going down a little bit right now, but uh, for the past year or so, it's given quite a boost uh, if you had the exact match uh, keywords in your domain. So I know that as, as you've attended some of these domainer shows, um, you know that there has been a shift in focus uh, from many domainers from who had traditionally invested in PPC, which is, is still a good, good alternative, but with PPC revenues being squeezed because of the advertising advertisement market being squeezed and, you know, everything kind of trickles downhill, many of these uh, domainers are looking for um, 
kind of diversify, diversifying the usage of their portfolio by uh, building out uh, websites. And now they're in a whole different land, where before it was just register the domain name, point the DNS to your PPC company, and, and collect the checks when they come in. Uh, now they're they're having to get into you know the hosting, um, building out websites, and they're dependent like everyone else that has a, a domain name or a website out there. They're dependent upon the traffic. So how how does one uh, when they're they're looking at a domain name? How does one evaluate what would be a good domain name from a, a perspective of Google? What does Google look at when they they look at a name and try to determine how high it would be placed in the search engine? Yeah, it's a it's a great topic. And, and it comes up a lot, but the, the core basis of the search engine, especially Google, is that the, the site, the website itself, has to be a good answer for a search query. And it really doesn't matter on the face of it what the domain name is. If the site itself is a good answer to the search query, Google wants to deliver that in the, you know, towards the top or, or rank it highly. Now, along the way, of course, there are all these factors that get counted towards figuring out if a site is relevant. And some of those factors do involve uh, uh, the domain name. So it, it gets a little bit uh, complex, but the bottom line is the same thing that brought type-in traffic before to a, a generic domain will help that domain rank well in search engines if the content on the site is judged to be worthy. And so in, in SEO, when we look at crossing over domaining and SEO, and we're looking at a really great generic domain name, to put good content on that is a killer, it's a killer combination. Uh, a, okay. a great natural domain name plus uh, good content is a really great answer to serve up in the search results, and the search engines uh, reward it with, with that ranking. Um, so so content, as always, they say content is king. So content is still king because that's what gets indexed and gives uh, the search engines a lot of different viewpoints of, of the data to make that determination if it's relevant or not. But then the, well, the, the occurrence of the keyword within the domain name is also of great value? Yeah, I have to say I'm one of the last guys to agree that content is king um, because in the nuances of SEO, uh, that's been so oversold. Uh, it, it can be said to be not true. But in the broader picture, the site being worthy is king. Now, can you make a site appear to be worthy, uh, or do you need the market to, to demonstrate that that site is worthy? That's a, a finer question, and that, that sort of cuts to the chase of a lot of SEO. Helping a site that the market has not yet said is worthy appear to be more worthy uh, often in order to get the market to, to recognize the worthiness, for example. Sometimes just to get the search engines to recognize it and rank it, but uh, the combination is what matters. So when, when a domainer is looking at a great domain name, there are a set of factors to look at from a sort of an SEO perspective that will make a difference. But those differences are dependent upon Google at that time and how Google's treating those factors. There's no guarantees. And yet, if you had remarkable good content on a defining domain name, there's a pretty much uh, a pretty good guarantee that you're going to rank well in the search engines because you represent a good answer uh, to the search query. Right. Um, there is, uh, within Google's algorithm, uh, we understand that there is, is mention of um, the domain's creation date and the expiration date. Have you found that to be of any importance in, in, in terms of 
uh, search results. Does, does Google really look at that, or is that just something that they threw in their algorithm just to kind of throw you off and, and what's important? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think they put things in to throw anybody off. I think they put them in with good intentions, and then they have to adjust how they handle it, and they're not willing to share with us uh, when they do that. And sometimes it comes across that uh, what they've said isn't really as true as it seemed. Um, but I'm a believer that their their stated intent was correct when they stated it. And then the SEO has to do some testing and find out what Google at that moment is doing while trying to rank a site that, for all appearances, uh, belongs to be there, uh, seems to belong there. So in age, age traditionally has had a great impact. Uh, the search engines, if they've known about a active domain for a longer period of time, they have uh, more trust of that domain, provided it hasn't lost the trust. And they will apparently give it more of a, of a recognition of its worthiness, so to speak. Um, however, the search engines are free to, to control that. And we do see cases where they reset that trust. And we've seen cases where they um, won't reset trust that's been lost, even though maybe the ownership has changed or something else. So it, it, on the one hand, it's at the search engine's whim how they treat these things. And on the other hand, they did put into their algorithm a set of defaults, which they can tune over time. And some of those defaults traditionally have, have benefited older domains significantly. Um, if you can test, if you can take an older domain and launch content on it, um, you'll be able to see how easy it is to rank it versus, say, a new domain. Uh, typically, the older domain will be much easier to get into the ranking. But there are definitely cases where that will not be the case. Um, there's ca- there will be cases where you will appear to get in there and then suddenly disappear. Um, and so, you know, if you did get feedback, I wouldn't be surprised to hear things like, well... It was ranking based on factors outside of, uh, you know, unrelated to your site. Now your site's up, uh, you know, you've got to earn your own way. So age definitely has a factor. It doesn't always work. Um, but often it is, it is a very significant uh, benefit to have an older domain. And, and yet I have to qualify that and say an active older domain. Um, if a domain has been live for many years, even if it didn't have much content on it, um, it could be significantly easier to rank in, in Google um, than a domain that's been registered for many years but has not been active. Does the expiration of the date play in, in any significance to this? Well, I've been told that it, it could. It's been publicly stated that it does. It's you know frequently demonstrated that it does not. So um, I think it's handled on an awareness basis by, by Google. That's my personal opinion, that there is a default in the algorithm that um, changing the owner or expiring the domain um, didn't previously uh, do anything to Google's uh, treatment of the domain. Um, and then uh, at times it has clearly reset domains. Uh, I'm not aware of a, of a policy statement yet to that effect. Google tends to say, um, earn your own way. Don't rely on uh, uh, trust or rankings that existed before. Um, they don't. They don't commit to a specific statement about uh, the the edge cases. Like I would love to be able to ask them in public. Uh, you know, I had a domain for ten years. It was great. I forgot to renew it. It expired. A year later, I recognized that and put my content back. 
why won't you let me have my rankings? It would be a great test case, but uh, I'd never get an answer. And uh, I don't think we have uh, a definitive answer um, from Google. We're going to break for a quick commercial and then return to hear more from John Andrews. My name is Victor Pitts, and you're listening to Domain Masters on webmasterradio.fm. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with John. You're just minutes away from more Domain Masters. The question is, are you still master of your domain? Stay tuned. webmasterradio.fm. My name is Victor Pitts, and I'm your host. We're joined tonight by John Andrews, who is an XP, SEO expert uh, out of uh, out of Seattle. And uh, John, welcome back to Domain Masters. Thanks, Victor. I have uh, a few questions I definitely want to top uh, or talk about here before we uh, close our show here tonight. One of them is um, there's a, a perception uh, out in the market that there might be some advantage of one TLD uh, over another one. For example, are, do, does Google look at .coms and, and say nets or infos uh, differently than .us or biz or, or country codes? Is there any distinction in the way that they handle that, or is it, or is it just kind of vanilla to them? No, there's definitely distinction. Uh, it does change, though, over time, and... and I tend to watch uh, what Google says in the press and in meeting for clues. Um, the .com, .net, and .org have been traditionally given a bonus 
for domains that match, exact match, on a query. So bookstores matching a query bookstores. In the .com, .org, .net, they do much better just because they're exact match, it seems. Um, the country codes, especially the ones that have been um, used for other purposes, like .tv, uh, Google has said on a few occasions that it wants to consider those in the country that they were designated for. And so Google wants to say, that they say that they would like it to be that a TV is for Tuvalia or whatever. Um, however, if you have enough link support in the community, on the web, in, say, the U.S., for, for a site that's on a .TV, it'll definitely uh, do well. Google won't ignore that. It'll recognize that the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance. Um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us is, is a contradiction. Google has said that, and .us is for the U.S., so then why don't we see lots of .us sites uh, ranking really well in search results? And uh, I don't have an answer for that. We do see some. Um, I've got some of them out there, and they don't do nearly as well as .com, .net, or .org, even though they're regionally matching the U.S. Interesting. What about uh, hyphens? Uh, are hyphens a good thing or a bad thing? Because I know in the PPC world, where you're dependent upon direct navigation and, and not that many people... Uh, not as many people use hyphens when they're doing direct navigation as, as typing in the address or location bar. They, they tend to omit those. So PPC tends to do better without hyphens um, than with them. What about in the search engines? Does that, is that a plus or, or a minus in terms of search engine view? Yeah, it's another great question. We're seeing lots of activity in that right now, which usually means that, that the market is is uh, attempting various things on hyphenated domains, and Google is perhaps changing the way it deals with them. Um, hyphens are really good when they clarify the parsing of the two-word, for example, domain name. So um, the classic example everybody gives is therapist.com is the-rapist.com, or it's therapist.com. And Google can't really guess unless it goes to other data, such as link support, or uh, context. How, so if you had a case where Google wouldn't be able to parse two words, using a hyphen makes it easy to parse. Now, in a domain name, uh, Google's not doing the parsing. So when you go to SEO and you're looking at content, having the hyphen in there allows the content to be parsed easily, understood more easily. Um, having a hyphen in the domain name itself uh, doesn't help for the exact match bonus that I mentioned earlier. If you want the exact match, don't, don't have the hyphen. And then there's another factor that comes into play with SEO, 
which is backlinks. Backlinks have a tremendous effect, and the context, the anchor link used to link to you, the, the words that are in that anchor text have a good uh, have have been an impact on uh, your ranking and, and your relevance. So by having the keywords in your domain name, even if they're hyphenated, when people link back to you using your domain name, they're linking back to you on keywords in the anchor text, and you do get a benefit benefit from that. So there isn't that exact match bonus you get just by having the keywords in the domain name. Because of the hyphen, you're not getting that exact match. But you're getting a bonus due to the backlinking on the keywords using the keywords of anchor tag. And in today's environment, almost every domain that gets registered immediately gets a set of backlinks from all of these domaining uh, websites and domain listing sites that contain the domain name as the anchor tag. So it's very difficult to see whether they're getting a bonus or not, but it, testing has shown that they're not. They're getting a bonus from the anchor links pointing to them using the keywords. They're not getting a, a natural exact match bonus. So bottom line, I guess, better off without the hyphen if you can get it. But if you get it with the hyphen, you don't get the exact match bonus. You're getting a uh, anchor text bonus, though, which is often very useful. And then finally, there's the user. When the user looks at the URL in the uh, listing, they see their keywords in the domain name, and that carries a lot of weight. And Google recognizes that. Google has said that the keywords, even when they're hyphenated, reassure the user that this is exactly what they're looking for, and therefore it represents value to the user, and Google wants to reward domains that bring value to the search result. So there are benefits to hyphenated, even if they're not as good as unhyphenated when it comes to that uh, exact match bonus. Got you. How important is... Uh Google Page Rank and and well, you've mentioned backlinks are obviously important, but how important is uh, Google Page Rank in terms of of uh, domains ranking on, on the search engines? And is and, and kind of ta- uh, tagging along with that is um, how would one handle that if one wanted to drive traffic using domain names? Is that where you would uh, advocate maybe doing 301 redirects uh, to to your main website if the site that was referring in had lots of backlinks or high page rank? Well, a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing. 301 redirects are helpful in that they do flow page rank um, when you have a site that's got links coming into it and you um, move a page and you, re- you put it in place, a 301 redirect, um, you will maintain the link support. However, my experience is if you were to just simply take a domain that had link support and redirect the whole domain, um, you, you won't maintain the link support. Uh, Google will... Actually, it usually what I see is Google will drop the domain eventually from the index and drop uh, any page rank that was swelling. You still get the type in traffic passed over, uh, referred traffic, that sort of thing, but you're not getting that, that page rank boost. In terms of the question of how much, how important is page rank, you have to recognize that page rank is manipulated. It's a number that enables a market to exist outside of Google's control around Google's operations. And that's, that's a threatening thing for Google. So Google controls the PR numbers, it publishes them, and it recognizes that they enable a market that Google really doesn't want to exist. So Google messes with those PR numbers. We know they delay them, they update them uh, quarterly or so, and, the, and at any given time you're looking at these reported page rank numbers, they're not accurate to the date. Um, but we also know that they play with them. They, they devalue them, even though the page rank continues to flow. They say that page rank has been turned off. Um, 
So you have to keep that in mind if you're, if you're trusting PageRank. If you're going out on the market and you're buying sites based on PageRank, I would recommend you also do an SEO review to do some risk management on your bet. You're going to say, this thing's got a PR of five, it has a certain value, I'm going to buy it. I recommend you call somebody like me or another SEO who knows how to do that, and you investigate that from a risk management uh, approach. Is that PR5 really there? Is the link support in place? What's the quality of the link support? Uh, not just based on this number that's being reported. Right. Is there many of the domainers who acquire names that, that have uh, good SEO uh, characteristics that say they have uh, uh, backlinks and, and page rank, is there any danger of, of losing the points that come along with those or the trust that comes along with those if they were to utilize that uh, page, even for a short period of time, on a, on a PPC service? Absolutely, there's a danger. Um, in fact, anytime you mention that you are doing business around Google's rewarding of traffic or page rank, you run the risk of, of losing it. Um, I participate in the uh, seobook.com uh, private forum because a lot of these discussions take place there. And it's one of the things that gets discussed frequently is that when an SEO or a person who's working hard in the SEO uh, aspects of their site talks about how they're getting this benefit by ranking or if someone buys a site and says they bought it because it was ranking and because it had all this great search ranking, um, they risk losing all of that simply because Google doesn't want that to be publicly acknowledged as value that can be traded or purchased. And we saw that with Bankrate. Bankrate bought um, a site and paid a lot of money for it and then said in the press they bought it because it had all this great Google ranking that's worth a lot of money. And then this, it all went away. And... <laughs> All the SEO community was just like, of course it would have gone away. You just you just told everybody uh, that you're trading on, on Google's status, and Google controls that status. So Google has a vested interest in not allowing that trading uh, to take place. They they repeat their their statement over and over. A, a site gets rewarded because it's a quality site and it serves the users. Um, and if you buy it, you're going to have to prove that you're maintaining a quality site that serves the users. You didn't buy rights to earned traffic. That's what Google seems to be saying to us. Right. What, uh, what impact is, uh, is Bing having on the community, or maybe better stated, um, is there a difference in the way that Bing, which is Microsoft's uh, uh, repackaged, uh, redeveloped, re-engineered uh, search engine, how does it see a domain name differently than Google? Well, so far, Bing, Bing is still the new guy on the block, even though it's pretty much been around as live and uh, it's still very small compared to Google in terms of the its index. Uh, numbers I've seen are 20% or more. I don't know what's accurate, but I've seen some mention to, to Bing being about 20% of the size of Google's index. And, and Bing has, has said, they, Microsoft has said that they're taking a more structured approach, that they're not just crawling and indexing websites based on an algorithm. They are uh, categorizing and looking more closely at sites and they're being more manual in their assignment of um, trust and relevance to sites. So it's not the same game. Um, you need to look at the support that uh, the, the support factors that Microsoft is considering when putting sites into Bing and when ranking Bing. And uh, Google is uh, much more looking at uh, the, the marketplace, calling the market, picking up the new sites, putting them in the index, watching the market's response to that, uh, looking more closely at how the 
the market is using those sites. Um, I don't spend a lot of time trying to get sites into to Bing, so I don't have uh, really comment on the specific question you asked. But in general, um, it's been easier to get sites into Bing if they clearly belong into the uh, market that they're uh, that they're, they're representing themselves in. Um, but it does take longer, and it's not nearly as sophisticated um, as, for example, Google's algorithm is. Well, John, I want to thank you very much for being on uh, tonight's uh, Domain Masters as we delved into the uh, the topic of of how important or the importance of domains in SEO strategy. I really appreciate you uh, taking the time to share your uh, insight and uh, knowledge uh, on on the industry and uh, being a, a domainer and SEO expert to, to boot uh, puts you in a, a very unique position and in, in having insight to both sides of things. I really appreciate you being on Domain Masters. Well, thanks, Victor. I've enjoyed being here, and thanks for asking. Thank you very much. Uh, next week, folks, we're going to be joined by another SEO expert. And in fact, this is the, the first of, uh, of, of four that we're going to be doing in the month of July. Uh, next week, we're going to be joined by SEO expert uh, Zach Roth of uh, SEOP.com. So I want to welcome you or, or ask you to come back again uh, to Domain Masters. Uh, again, this is a show where you learn to be the master of your domains. And uh, with that, I want to sign off. My name is Victor Pitts. I'm the host of Domain Masters. You're listening to it on webmasterradio.fm. Have a good night, folks. market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. 
But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance, um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the market says this thing has relevance. Um, even though it's on a, on a TV. But I wouldn't start with a TV unless, for example, it had some market meaning. Um, .us, the 